0: Fact, Sooty's guide to all things the National on a journey to learn more about music and save our dying friendship. I am your host, Ali Abdulatif, and with me, as always, is my co-host and sometimes friend, Justin Tachi. Hi,
1: right, guys! It's been a little while. Hey, everyone. I don't know why Ali was weird in the intro, but
0: you know, yeah. Yeah, I do weird things sometimes. I want to apologize for us being liars as always. What do you mean we lied? We said
1: we'd be back, like, a couple weeks later.
0: We said we'd be back in May, and, uh, and we're recording this halfway through June. I have no idea when we're planning on releasing probably Tuesday. But still,
1: we fucked up. I mean, we didn't fuck up. We wanted to marinate our ears in this new national album. I am easy to find.
0: We wanted to marinate our ears in this new album. Uh, okay, okay, we're going with that sentence. Sure, why not?
1: Fuck yeah. it um also i will say at the top of the episode always that me and ali do check our levels and i just say balls repeatedly and he always asks me how many times i'm going to bring up the word balls and i just did two so there we go
0: great great you know it's usually a joke and not that i actually want you to mention it on the show but <laughs> moving yeah. on uh so we're, today we're is it out today is the final official final episode of the national uh and then we will be Continuing on with our regular, actually not our regular show. We have a fun summer season planned.
1: Yes, we will be announcing an album, and then just me and Ali, me me or Ali will pick it, and then we will have a guest on for the third one, and then we will go over a record. That yeah. record, essentially, if, yes. Or yeah. whether or not that person, it also could be that person is not, doesn't need to be on the episode. We might ask for fan input for uh our uh, third album. Exactly. Uh, We're going to be doing this for the summer
0: and then we'll come back with a band at the end of the summer for a regular uh, entire discography type uh, season. Uh, But yeah, yeah, it's going to be one artist, one album, every episode and then switch over to something new. Uh, It's going to be fun. It's going to be different. Um, If you guys have any suggestions, tweet at us and stuff. Uh, And then if you want to find out what the next album we're doing is, we're probably going to announce it a few days beforehand on Instagram or Twitter. So you guys should look out for that. So follow us at, at, the facts pod.
1: Yep. Um, so one thing I would like to discuss with the people, um, since we've been back, how do you feel about coffee dates? People? Terrible. You're a people that's, 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 that's your, you're part of the people. No, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. People tweet at Justin.
0: He's curious. Uh uh, is that it? Is that was that all you wanted from the people? Was this just
1: their input? No, on that? I mean, I, I, I mean, and then I was gonna ask your, your take on it, but I no, just, clearly I, it's not as valuable as peoples. You want peoples. Yeah, know. um, but uh, but anyway, how do, how do, you, how do you feel about coffee dates, Ali? Oh, uh, I, I, don't like in general. I don't like meeting people for
0: coffee. I think is my big problem here. I think there's something weird. Coffee is like, uh, uh is a function, right? You drink coffee to get through your day so you don't die. That is fair. it's like a water cooler date, right? Let's go meet by the water cooler and sit there for an hour and chit chat about your siblings. No, thank you
1: that's weird you have a weird water cooler talks I don't know. It's just- uh, your siblings i don't
0: know who's sibling who's talking about their siblings i was th- this thinking like in a date so do you have any siblings what do you do for a living you know that kind of like meaningless date conversation is what well, i was trying to go for
1: main reason this has been brought up is because i went on my first coffee date i've never done a coffee date i've only done uh bar dates and or dinner dates and what's your review and, uh my review is it is a not relaxed atmosphere um it is very to the point i almost feel like a coffee date is almost like we should just hand each other questionnaires and then like review them at the coffee date and then and to decide if we'll see each other again
0: yeah i mean it's like almost like an interview process at that point right have you ever done like a meeting or an interview at a coffee shop it's the same thing right
1: yeah no i mean i i kind of uh i strongly yeah no i think that's kind of our uh kind of the deal, um. Yeah, so uh, I am I, – I don't think I'm as negative on Coffee Date as you are. I think I am in the middle about Coffee Dates. Fair enough.
0: I think I'm just against all dating. Anyway, moving on. Let's talk about this new album by The National.
1: Yes. Um, I am easy to find. Uh, me I, – I know I talked to Ali about this beforehand when we were talking about the record, uh, which we cheated because we normally don't talk about the albums together. But um, I have – gone through so many listens of this record and so many different feelings about this record if you had if we had done this episode a week after it came out i would have been like i fucking hate this album um i am a strong believer that for this record to make sense you have to watch the movie the short film i am easy to find um for some reason, I think it pulls it all together and kind of gives you the the idea of what the lyrical themes are on this and kind of makes sense to the new um, female vocals that are uh, accompanying Matt on the record or, if anything, being standalone for the first time on a national record. Um, I will say that I it is also the first record that Peter Katis is not a part of, which does make it a new departure and kind of uh, – I think that they kind of drew a little bit from uh, Bryce Bryce's um, I, I, I forget which one worked with um, the guy from Boni Vera, um, but uh, I'm pretty sure they were pulling from that kind of era area in orchestration. So, but I, I do very much like the record now that I've seen the movie and and I kind of uh, had some time to uh, I'll say it again marinate it in my ears. Ali, how do you feel about the record?
0: Uh Okay, so I think there are some songs off this record that I immediately fell in love with. And I was like, these songs are fantastic and amazing. Um, on the other hand, there are some other songs that are, I think, more up for debate for me, where I don't know if I love them or hate them or somewhere in between. Um, so during like the past few weeks of listening to this over and over again... I've come to enjoy some of them a little bit more and kind of detach from some of them a little bit more. I think in general, this album is more busy than a lot of other national albums for better or for worse, right? They're trying new things. They're adding these sounds and people and voices and, and all these separate things. And I think sometimes it works for the benefit of the, the song and sometimes it doesn't. But what brings the album entirely together is the short film. So, um, uh, like Justin said, there's a short film accompanying the film, the album or like produced in conjunction with the album which is directed by Mike Mills starring uh Alicia Vikander I believe uh and it's like just this girl growing old it's not in the same order or the entirety of the album right it's more of a medley, I would say. Yes. Of
1: like of the album, and there's definitely songs that are on this record though don't make their way onto the onto the short film. Yes, but does um, the album emotional stakes that
0: the album alone might not delve too deep into, or might be a which, bit harder to interpret.
1: Which, yeah, because okay, so Matt, as a lyricist, normally is very. Um, uh, like nonsensical, but you get the kind of the emotion. And when I first heard the record without seeing the short film, I didn't get that. I was very confused. And um, like you can normally, even if you were confused about the subject matter, you could always at least understand what the feeling was or kind of the ambiance of the of the song. But I I couldn't get it, and I, I honestly was gonna be like this record. Uh, I might write it off. I don't I don't want to listen to it. Um, but after seeing the short film. Uh, my friend, uh, our friend, friend of the pod, Joey actually said, you need to watch the fucking film, just do it. And I did. And now I, I like the record. So, uh, so there's that, but, uh, right. you want to dive in?
0: I, I think we should dive in. Um, usually I will make this comment. Uh, I usually write notes about what I'm going to talk about on the podcast or just like, just to put down my thoughts about each song. But for this album, I didn't do that because I thought, my albums my the my thoughts on the album might change while recording so some of these might just be new thoughts that i i'm <laughs> like well, no i like this or nope never mind on this listen i hate it now <laughs> okay all right so with that caveat being put out there let's listen to you had your soul with you
1: You had your soul with you. How do you feel, Ali? Uh,
0: okay. I really like this song when it gets going. I think the beginning is jarring in a way that I don't really enjoy. And I think the transition between the first and second song is clumsy
1: at best. I will agree with that. The, the, I, don't, I don't think the transitions on this record are the best. But I think that, that falls fault into the sense that this is partly a soundtrack to a short film but not exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not You know what I mean? It's almost like if you pick parts of the songs and then put them together then they flow perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um so that, and and that's how the that's why the the score of the short film makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. But um for me personally, I like the song a lot. It's very interesting that Karen Besser, Matt Matt's wife actually wrote all the lyrics to the song. Matt had no part in this. Oh, I did not know that. Interesting. So um, also I think the female vocalist, um, Gillian Dorsey, I think adds a nice flair to it, um, especially when she has her own solo part towards the, like I would say th- th- in the bridge of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it adds a nice different, I mean, it gives you that introduction to the record that no other national album has that like there is a female presence on this record to a whole new degree that's true Uh,
0: and and that's throughout the entire album there are female vocals almost in every song and sometimes they overpower matt and like sing over him or they completely sing alone without him Uh, yeah that's not something we've necessarily seen female vocals highlighted that well or that interestingly in in national song before
1: yeah and i mean i think that all has to do with the fact of like one I mean, I I will say this. I think, uh, I mean, this is more of an overarching thought rather than just on this song. But um, I think the fact that, I don't know if they were quite ready to write another record. Mm Because I think they were honestly just like, gonna take a break after Sleep Well Beast. But they actually got, um, uh, they got the call from Mike Mills to do the collaboration and it kind of fed into itself. And then they kind of like, Learn the record through writing uh, through the movie. Got it. Yeah. yeah. That's the way it seems. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I think that they were open to any inspiration, which, which letting like letting Matt's wife kind of write a whole song, like, I don't think it would have happened in the past. Yeah. Cause they were more like on it and like writing a record. Um, so, because I think if they would just written this record, just straight out themselves, I think it would have been a little burnt out and it wouldn't have been as good as it is. Um, but I think as a whole, this track holds, holds itself true. I think, uh, I like the subtle, um, synth, synth orchestration at first. A lot of these songs felt clumsy and a lot very busy to me, mm-hmm. but, um, and and in this song in particular, but I feel like it's actually it lends itself well to the song. I where you say it's jarring, I actually enjoy the intro to the record.
0: Okay, yeah, I mean I like the song. I just don't love that beginning.
1: Yeah, oh that's fair. Um, for me, it feels like if you if you mix this like this is they went the postal service route on this record, like All the right. Nationals postal service.
0: All right, some quiet, light. I used to fall asleep to
2: you talking to me. and don't listen to anything now. Nothing to do with us. I'm just so tired of thinking about everything. I'm not afraid of being alone. I just don't
1: quiet light so i like this track a lot
0: yeah no this is a great song i think uh, this was the first song we both i think talked to each other about and we were like yep yeah, that's a great song it's a medial hit
1: yeah exactly like i i think the first song i had to like i had to sit with a little bit more but i think this one's kind of just like immediately like strikes me as like a great track and to your point ali that transition is not good yeah no yeah, like not at all um but I think, like I said before, I think it suffers from the fact that it's, like, part of, like, it's sort of this soundtrack to something, but it's not, so. But anyway, um, but, I, well, I mean, but I don't think, I don't think I'm wrong in saying that. It's, like, sort of is, but it isn't, it, you yeah, know what cause I mean? Yeah, it was, because
0: it, it was written in conjun- like, it was written and recorded thinking about this short film that was going to be made, right?
1: Yeah, but then I think Mike Mills literally just, like, took parts of the record and just kind of like pieced it together. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um or at least or or at least Bryce or Aaron did. So anyway. Um I think that this song is like weirdly uplifting.
0: It it does have that I think because the way the music in the song goes, it cascades upwards that it gives yeah. it that I think emotional arc as well.
1: Yeah like it's a it's a it's a like you are like it we- weirdly has this warmness that I haven't seen in the national album. I would say.
0: I agree. I would agree with that.
1: Um, I think that the, the 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 female vocals on this from uh, there's actually two, three, three on this one. Gail, Gail, uh, and Dorsey from the first track. Um, she's on a lot of the songs um uh Diane Sorrell who's only on this one and uh Eve Owen uh do do a great job I think they play into the, the I mean this one is definitely Matt centric I would say as opposed to some of the tracks later in the album that are very female driven
0: yeah I agree
1: so but um yeah no I I think I think this one uh I, it's surprising to see that Matt wrote like, something so... I mean, it's also... I, I feel like this also this song isn't very brainy at all. Like, it's a very straightforward song.
0: I think a lot of this album is pretty straightforward, or at least straightforward in comparison to some of their other more... Um, I'll say... What's the word I'm looking for? Nonsensical. Uh, more like challenging, right? Is, uh, yeah,
1: I, and when I say nonsensical, I don't mean it in a despairing way. I just mean it in like a you have to kind of like infer or put words in between. Mm-hmm. So, which I mean, that's the whole beauty of I think a national album. I think it plays to it. So, yeah. Um, all right, you want to have ourselves a Roman holiday? Oh God.
2: <laughs> um, Silver cross, tell me what to be, tell me how to talk. Patty wasn't lonely, Robert wasn't lost. Put me on a rope, take me for a walk, roaming high the day
0: every time.
1: Roman holiday. So lay it on us.
0: I don't care for this song.
1: I remember what you said before, but I... I, don't care
0: for this song. I don't know why this is like one of the most consistently hated by me. Like first listen, didn't care for it. Second listen, did not care for it. Third listen, fourth listen, 1500 listens. Cannot stand it for some reason just a worm in my ear
1: that just hits it wrong. Okay. I I didn't care for this track at first, now I love it. Really? I think that yeah, I, I think I don't know why it, it hits me it hits me right. I think it's a uh, I think it's weirdly because I think this vocal like or not vocal, this lyric uh is these lyrics are more this could have been on uh, Trouble Will Find Me. This could be fit, in
0: the yeah, waste like, bin discarded.
1: Uh, go fuck yourself. Anyway. Um, like they have I, 16 I mean,
0: tracks on this album. Uh, if one had to go. Roman Holiday. Wow.
1: This is your least favorite. Wow. Um, I mean, I'm not saying that officially now, but
0: yeah, get out yeah. of my album.
1: Okay. Alright, I mean, I, I'm not saying I'm in love with the track, I'm not, it's not my favorite by any means, but I, I've, it's grown on me, and I think it's a nice somber, um, definitely coming out of Quiet Light, I think it kind of, like, brings you, dips you back down after that, like, they, they can't let you be too, hot, too uplifted for too long. <laughs> I don't even get what the song's about, I want everything, what does he want,
0: I don't get what it is, and what it's about, and why it matters, and why I should care. It narratively doesn't make sense to me. It melodically seems dull to me. I don't know. I'm not invested in it at all.
1: Okay. That's fair. All right. I want to take it to Oblivion. All right.
0: Oh, Oblivions. It's almost like
2: you're not afraid of anything I do. I
3: you here.
2: don't know what it's like to be around you. I still got my
3: fear. It's the way you say yes when I ask you to marry me. You don't know what you are doing. Do you think you can carry me over the threshold? Over and over again.
0: Oblivions
1: yo the the female uh the vocal on this from uh mina Tyndall is gorgeous and i don't know why it's fucking just like it's because she's french i don't know it's it's (laughs) sexy i'm all about it
0: (laughs) her vocals are great he is doing that baritone voice he does very well um, the subject matter as opposed to Roman Holiday as a song I don't understand here it's very clearly the narrative of these two people who are in love who are following each other into a space they're afraid but they'd rather be together and afraid than alone and and, and not you know
1: yeah no I mean this is a very I mean I wouldn't say straightforward but like it, it's a it's a it's a very you're in your it's a he said she said and uh, um kind of just agreeing on this like well we don't know if we're happy but we're going to push through it anyway
0: it's yeah it's a relationship moving towards oblivion it's awesome it's
1: great yeah i mean aren't we all moving towards oblivion only oh geez justin getting dark on us <laughs> no but I, I i wish this vocal i wish her vocals were on more songs <laughs> this is the only one she's on and i'm all about it <laughs> like so you can which like i might have to check out like her or like if she's got anything else like release because she's amazing yeah no, she's
0: great <laughs> this is great it's really good um i enjoyed it
1: uh no i i mean this is definitely one of the stronger songs on the record for me yeah so all right pull of you
0: thought you were gonna do a joke about the pull of her voice or something like that maybe or I
1: that'd know. be too easy and i didn't want to insult her with with garbage Whoa.
3: the pull of you <laughs> Something's <laughs> leaving <laughs>
0: pull of you
1: i am i like this song i i I don't think it's like one of my favorites but it's a good middle of the path song
0: it's so i really like her vocals in this song um i don't know who you're the one that's been memorizing everyone's performances
1: uh this one is uh lisa hannigan and you want to know why you like her why because she's irish oh god makes sense (laughs) (laughs)
0: um (laughs) <laughs> but yes, I, I really love her vocals. I, I'm, not, I'm,
1: not, I'm not pulling that off of the fact that like her last name is Hannigan. It's like, no, she's like an Irish folk singer. <laughs> okay.
0: Um. Yeah, no, Her vo- it, th- that makes sense. It, it is very like Irish folky and it, in a really good way. Um. The song itself, I don't think lives up to the performance she delivers here. Um. But no, I don't and- blame her for it. It's a very nice, slow song but it's kind of middle-of-the-pack average song for some of the later hits in, in this album.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that... I mean, but I will say about this song is I do like a lot of the um, the typical Matt um, uh like, super specific uh, details that mm-hmm. literally don't need to be that specific, like a dolphin balloon. Oh, <laughs> like yeah, in, yeah. In, like that, or like uh, you know, a Nina Simone song, or and like uh, like and like all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I I think that's kind of interesting. That's I think, fair. Uh, like because you don't see like that's I would call that classic Matt. That you is very Matt. Yeah. You Don't see that as much on this record as possible. Not that it's to say that it's it's not welcome to have some change, but I think it's interesting to at least see some of it. So
0: yeah. All right, let's move on. Hey, Rosie. I'm
3: your angel when it rains, dear. Heaven picks the place. I'm a child in that way, dear. Please do it again. Hey, Rosie,
2: I think I know just what the feeling is. I was hoping you
1: wouldn't. Hey, Rosie. I This song for me is like, like, whereas Roman Holiday is a write-off for you, I I could do without the song.
0: Okay, so this song for me is one of the songs that I've shifted over a bunch from loving to hating to loving to hating. It's There's something comforting and nice about the song on its own. There's something that feels a little unnecessary about it in the album. It's one of those songs that sometimes I really love and sometimes I just am not feeling. And right now I was listening to it and I was into it, but I most recent listened to it. I was not into it. So I don't know where to put Hey Rosie.
1: Yeah. And this is another song that's only written by Karen Messer. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting as well. I don't know. I'm not – I like it when she helps Matt out with the lyrics. I don't know if I'm super about her just writing the songs by herself. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's kind of where this is trending for me. Um, But yeah, so – all All right right.
0: well let's uh move on to the titular song off the album i am easy to find how long have we been here
2: am i ever coming down i need to find some lower thinking if i'm gonna stick around i'm not going anywhere who do i think i'm Still standing in the same place where you left me standing. I am easy to
0: find. I am easy to
1: find. Uh so good.
0: So good. It is i mean yeah it it works amazingly for a reason it's the name of the album for a reason it's just it's a really good song it plays out slow but it's fulfilling it it's emotional it's it's
1: uh kate stables does a really good good job on the track Mm -hmm. um i feel like both of their i don't think this is one of the tracks where they they sing at the same time as matt and they're at the same volume And it's, it doesn't over, neither overpowers each other, which is interesting to see. And I think a good pairing. So, um, but I think this song, especially the way that they play it in the, in the, in the short film, um, with her sitting on the, on the grass and like singing to herself, I'm easy to find. Like, even though like I'm kind of hidden and, and hidden in myself, she's, she's, she's here. She's willing to, and open, willing to be open. So I think it is,
0: I think, so I love the song before I even saw the film, but watching the film, you could definitely see how like a lot of the movie and a lot of the album and a lot of all of it just kind of centers around this one deep, slow, methodic sound of this. Uh, song. Yeah.
1: No. So I, I think it's a, I think this is a win. Like, especially as a title track, it's, it's a great song.
0: Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, uh, Here's where we start getting into questions, Justin. Do we want to play the instrumental ones uh, or like the non-song songs uh, tracks, uh, or do we skip them? Uh, I say we don't skip them. Okay, because I have nothing to say about them. Her father in the pool.
1: riveting Ugh. uh very very good stuff uh the way they wooed, it was amazing um yeah all right next track Where cool is your head cool <laughs> is her head um yeah no i i think that this is the one song i was in when the beginning i was it was kind of the epitome of how i felt about the record that it was just very clunky and a lot of too busy if you will but i think i've grown to appreciate this song a little bit more um i think the female vocal is good but this is where matt starts to get drowned out Yes. Uh, Especially so, on this track.
0: Again, this song, I, I think it does two things that I hate, but for some reason, I still love this song. So from my first listen, I really like this song. Uh, I think it brings back energy into this album. I think the vocals are great in it. I think the lyrics themselves are weak. They're not specifically interesting or that deep on their own. Uh, and I think this, this is, this is a sonically driven track. Yeah. And I, I, I think is Matt is lyric. completely gone amongst the two other female vocalists who I'm sure you can name right now.
1: Uh so on this track we have um Eve Owen and that's it. We only have one one female track. Oh, one female vocal. I thought track. there were two. Yeah. Anyway. They they probably double record her and just have her kind of interfacing. Got it. Um but yeah, so
0: he's kind of drowned out in compared to uh the other voice. Um But on its own, it is still a good song. So I have nothing to shit on about the song other than my surprise at how well it works for a song I don't think I would be into generally.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I don't... This is by far no, not my favorite track But I don't think I hate it I also think it's sonically driven Like in the sense of I think it's supposed to be I mean it's really the first fast paced track on this on the mm-hmm. album And I say fast paced in quotations here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, And then we take it to Not in Kansas
2: I am not in Kansas I can't slow down and I can't stand it Broadcast news into hallelujah and a had a great idea make a list write it down shave your head draw a crown move back home with mom and dad the pool is drained and they're not there my bedroom is a stranger's gunroom ohio's in a downward spiral i can't go back there anymore since all right opium went viral i
0: I am not in Kansas. God, uh, best song on the record. Best song on the record. We don't usually call them like this, but I don't think anyone has heard this album, has heard this song, and not been like, "Yep, this is the best one."
1: Yep. Don't. <laughs> I think we can just stop now. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's great storytelling. It's great music. It's well delivered. It's well played. Everything about uh, it is firing on all cylinders. I, I just I can't tell you how yeah, much I love. Shout song. out.
1: Shout out to Gail Ann Dorsey, Lisa Hannigan, and uh, Kate Stables. Also, the three—I mean, would I have loved Mina Tyndall, who's my new favorite female vocalist on this? But no, uh, those three did a great job, I think, on that on that choral part. On um, mm-hmm. on the on uh, it's—I mean, this track is—it puts into sense the fucking hell in a handbasket uh, world that we're in right now all into one like this could be a poem in a book yes I agree and like I, w- I would put it against like real poets <laughs> and it, it, like, it's like I'd be like
0: it's great poetry it's great poem storytelling it's, it's just good music this is this
1: is good music yeah exactly alright going on to uh, so far so fast So far, so fast. I think this is uh, a great calm down from the last track.
0: It's a good calm down, but I don't love it. Just for some reason, this song does not work for me. It's again, Matt is not, is he even in it? He's drowned out
1: yeah he no he's not in it i mean this is the lisa hannigan track essentially yeah um but i think it is done very well i i think it's a i think it's a positive uh track to bring down from not in kansas is it anywhere in in comparison that as good as that track no but i think it's a good pull down from there i so. don't know
0: for me it, it marks kind of the like the descent of the album because like there's just a few after this that I'm not a big fan of and this kind of That's sets fair. off like you go from Not in Kansas which is a song I love and this transitions me into things I hate. So I kind of mark it as like this is my benchmark for I'm going to get pissed rather than uh this is a nice come down that just doesn't uh move to anything good afterwards. But whatever, not the point. That's fair. Dust swirls in strange light, I guess.
3: Her father's voice Her mother's heartbeat The orange color inside her eyelid The sunlight on her skin Dust swirls in strange light The fear
0: th- Dust swirls in strange light Talk about that jarring
1: beginning <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh my god! Like I get it. Mike Mills wrote this song. Like he wrote the lyrics.
0: Yeah, makes sense. And I'm
1: just like, oh god. Well, <laughs> like, by itself, in the film, it's fine. But by itself, it's just, oh god.
0: Yeah, Here's the thing. It does. It works better in a movie. It it doesn't, in my opinion, work on its own that well.
1: Um, like as a song. Yeah. No. I I skip the song every time.
0: And the 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 lyrics themselves don't upset me as much as I don't like the the delivery of the orchestra like that without any like any additional levels to it because that, that that's just me listening to a uh, a chorus.
1: All I know is it just sounds like I, I, yeah, a choir. It sounds like a choir to like a fucking horror film, like yes. by itself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just sounds like they're coming for you. Right? Yes. I'm like, Oh my God. Oh no.
0: Dust worlds and strange light seems like something that would be playing like at a, in a horror movie. And like right before something terrible happens.
1: Yeah. I not, I, I think they should have taken this song and put it on the, like in the movie. Great. Not on the record.
0: Well, I mean, I think it, it's fitting in the album. You know what? I'll amend what I said. I think it's fitting in the album because like in a horror movie, it does signify impending doom and it's telling you that something terrible is about to happen
1: i assume you hate hairpin turns but okay <laughs>
2: <laughs> i like the old way i, thought I was
1: so I didn't like this song at first but it grew on me why do you hate it so much I don't hate it it's perfect it's a perfect
0: song um, because like this album it takes hairpin turns it goes from great to terrible to great to terrible and this is a terrible song.
1: oh I thought you hated this song oh I do
0: hate it I do hate it
1: oh okay All right, You're just that. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know nothing it, it, I don't like the, the music of it I don't like the lyrics of it I don't like the delivery of the lyrics of it um just everything about it kind of is and boring compared to some of the rest of the choices in this album
1: uh i mean i'm not gonna say this is my favorite track by any means but i used to not like it but i think i don't know i i think there's some interesting imagery here like your mother's throat clicks and my spirit swims right to the hook like i don't know I, i think that there's some interesting lyricism here um is it by favorite and does it hold true the whole way am i putting this song on the playlist no 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 but you know i think it's i think it's pretty good i think i think it's a good bridge from the last track
0: okay i mean fair enough i'll allow it moving on rylan
2: Try to get some sun You remind me of everyone Rylan, did you break your mother's heart? Every time you tried to play your part Is it easy to keep so quiet? Everybody loves a quiet time Underwater you're almost free If you wanna be alone Come with me
1: Ryland, we can take the quick way out Ryland Uh, so they sat on this song for like seven years, I believe Uh-huh Uh, I think that they did the right thing Cause the song could have been on like Trouble Will Find Me But I think they did a good job of like making it more um, fitting it better to this record. Whereas like, it would have been kind of like a middle of the past song on, uh, on that, on that record. I, um, this I is agree. one of the, I, f- uh, well, I was going to say, this is all I was going to say is this is one of the few songs that I can say firmly that I could put on a playlist and listen to by itself.
0: Um, uh, I, this is not the only song on this album. I definitely put not in Kansas and oblivions somewhere like that. Um, maybe even I am easy to find. Maybe. Uh, and yeah, but essentially, Ryland, great song. Um, I really like it. I think they make some choices with sounds that I don't particularly understand. Like,
1: suddenly they're well, like, well, I think these it plays weird... into that like busy feeling, but I think that I don't know why it subsided for me and I, I like it more. So, uh, you
0: know. I, I love the song. I don't necessarily need those sounds, but at the same time, I'm okay with their existence.
1: Yeah that's fair so yeah I mean I feel like a lot of this record was like I don't know why they did that <laughs> yeah like, there are there I are I a lot of random sounds in there yeah and I'm just like I guess I'm gonna roll with it um, mm-hmm. but uh, on, on this track it's just uh, you have Kate stables so that's uh that, that was I thought she did a good job there um, but yeah I think it was a good play I mean, I think K Stables does a good job with Matt. If anything, if they continue together, if she's on the next record, I like her with Matt because I feel like they don't drown each other out. So, whereas hmm. some of the other female vocalists drown Matt out real That's bad. That's fair. So, yeah. So, all right, let's do Underwater. Thrilling, oh! underwater. <laughs> the yeah. way they did that was fantastic.
0: I the, was like these interludes I brought to it, tears in this <laughs> album. I don't understand at all. The again, it's choices that I they made that I don't quite understand why. I, I think is they were
1: in the movie. It makes I, sense. Fine,
0: but like you could have worked this into a song if you wanted to. The movie is just a medley
1: yeah I, that's fair i i mean this could have been worked into it i think the to your point yes the interludes could have been brought into songs and then just like kind of cut shorter yeah but that is what it is um all right let's go on to the last track light years
2: you were waiting outside for me in the sun laying down to soak it all in Before we had to run I was always ten feet behind you From the start Didn't know you were gone Till we were in the car Oh the glory of it all Was lost on me I saw how hard it be to reach you. And I would always be light years,
1: light years away
0: from you. Light
1: years. So I think this is a pretty simple track, but I think it's a great closer. It is
0: an amazing closer. It's great in the movie. We've already talked about the song once before because it was one of the singles released uh, ahead of the album. So, uh, I mean, our thoughts are already out there. With time, have your thoughts developed or changed, though, Justin?
1: No, I will say that they've maybe grown stronger. I think this is a fantastic song. I, I yet again, this is one of the other songs. I think, in my in my opinion, the songs I put on a playlist from this record would be Oblivion's, "Not in Kansas," "Light Years," and Ryland.
0: I agree. Um, so. Great, great songs. All the ones you named are great songs. Um, I mean, let's just go ahead. Favorite song for me is "Not in Kansas." You.
1: Uh, same, Mountain, uh, Kansas. Least I mean, least favorite if song is. Uh, least favorite song would be uh, "Dust Swirls and Strange Light."
0: I'm going for Roman Holiday.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, did they
0: fucking dust swirls. Okay. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, honestly, Hairpin Turns I think is my least favorite. Um, I
1: but. Um, but I mean, I, and then, I mean, if we, we got to do a second favorite, because I feel like not in Kansas is cheating. Okay. um, Second favorite. Whew. Mine's Oblivion's.
0: Here's the thing. I think mine might also be Oblivion's.
1: Wow. We're very on brand. We're very off brand on this one that you're agreeing with me. We
0: never agree.
1: That's fair. Well, it's because you're stupid. How dare you.
0: Okay, well, so, let's talk about one last thing before we completely finish our national discussions and put them to rest and never talk about them ever again. Just kidding, we'll probably talk about them with new developments and stuff. Um, But, where would you put this album amongst the other albums since this was not part of our ranking episode?
1: Uh, I would say that it would be above Sleep Well Beast, but not better than boxer oh well, well I mean I would I would even say it's better than alligator so I would say this album is better than alligator um because I don't remember exactly the numbering I did but like alligator super beast um, dirty love D- dirty dirty songs um, uh, and um, and self-titled so I don't it's think it's on better the
0: same level as alligator because I think alligator also had some genius songs. But parts of the album that just didn't work in general for me, and I feel like this is the same way, where some of the songs I absolutely adore and love, but other songs just were not working, did not hit.
1: Yeah, I think that this has better songs than Sleep Well Beast, though. So that's why I put it above that. Okay. And then Alligator, and then I think I think it's better than Alligator because I I mean I think this is definitely more like um matured sound i would say than mm-hmm. alligator was so that
0: um well there's i think yeah. a sense of rawness and like uh like a real kind of like rock vibe to alligator that
1: yeah no. kind of lose mean,
0: with the national African i mean Boxer. that
1: i mean i feel like Alligator's like their take on trying to be the strokes yeah yeah and then they realized hey we're not that kind of band yeah but i still think some of those songs are great for that reason oh yeah oh yeah no i mean um uh, like Mr. November is great. Um, mm-hmm. a bunch of songs, Karen, uh, 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 I mean, they're great songs on that record. You can listen to that episode, by the way, people, we, you know, talk about these records for an hour so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before we move on,
0: um, since we're starting our uh, new summer season where we're circling albums, uh, do you know what you want your next episode going to be or, uh, to be, or do you want us to announce it on Instagram
1: or Twitter? Um, well, I would say, I, I know if I said it, you would just be like, podcast done. There are, there's one rule
0: from the day we started this podcast. Justin, can you tell the people what the one rule I told you about from the day we started this podcast?
1: It, the second that anything from Morrissey or the Smith is brought up on the podcast, Ali will quit the podcast.
0: Yeah, I'm not, not, not doing it. Is it non-negotiable? <laughs> it is non-negotiable.
1: <laughs> that's so sad <laughs> I'm sorry it's my one rule um i think we'll announce it on uh instagram because we'll discuss
0: all right cool guys we will announce the next thing on instagram justin what have you been watching listening to enjoying consuming with your face hole
1: you mean Two face holes?
0: <laughs> Multiple face holes. The two on the side, the two in the front. Uh, if you've been smelling some interesting stuff, talk about that. If you've been shoving interesting stuff in your mouth, uh, I don't know what you've been doing this weekend.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, so I've been listening to a lot of Modern Life is War because I'm going to be seeing them. I've mm-hmm. also been listening to a lot of Jawbox because I'm going to be seeing them this week. Um, I've been listening to a lot of The Strokes, weirdly enough. um i never really dove into them that deep so i've been listening to a lot of strokes trying to see what's what what why they were like the biggest band in the mid 2000s Uh uh-huh um what's your conclusion i mean i kind of get it i kind of get it but i'm not like obsessed with it like i don't know it's just not i don't know not the best um and you and me are seeing Death Cab in a week, so some Death Cab. We are.
0: So Death Cab listeners, hang tuned for that because this will be my first Death Cab show ever, and we're going to talk about it on the show
1: probably. Yeah, we're probably going to do a uh, special episode where we talk about the show. Yeah. Um, we'll also see Jenny Lewis. So I've been listening to uh, the new Jenny Lewis album. It's fantastic. Just mm. listen to that. Um, yeah. What about you?
0: Uh, okay. In terms of listening to music, I've not been doing anything interesting or fun. I've been driving a lot recently, which should be a good time to listen to new albums. Uh, but also I ended up just using it to listen to some old stuff that I already like, like Julian Baker and St. Lennox and stuff I've already talked about over and over on this show, so I am not going to talk about that right
1: now. Oh, one um, thing I will say uh, that you are very happy about is that I have become, uh, I listen to Bob Dylan now. Oh, yeah,
0: Justin now listens to Bob Dylan, where I feel like two years ago he shit on me for listening to Bob Dylan.
1: That's fair. But it's only because I do not like him full band. I like him acoustic guitar harmonica.
0: See, I like I like all eras of Bob Dylan, even the ones that people are like, oh, he changed. I'm like, screw you. You don't get it. Uh, anyway, uh, I have been watching some TV. Um, last season of Broad City I just saw, which was great. Just saw the Deadwood movie, which, oh my God, the Deadwood movie. So good.
1: Ugh, I saw that you watched that since you use my Hulu. <laughs> so good. Well, someone else watched it on your Hulu before I watched it. To be fair. Oh, I might have played while I was sleeping, like after I watched something. Got it. Anyway, been what I uh, yes, I steal
0: Justin's Hulu. People, now you all know. Maybe support the show a little bit more so uh, I can get my own Hulu account.
1: Okay. Well, to be fair, you do you do pay for the the show, so <laughs> I felt like it was an even trade. You use my Hulu and HBO. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you pay for the show. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, so uh, if you're a Deadwood fan, it is good. Like, I have not seen Deadwood in a long time. Uh, I rewatched a couple episodes from the first season recently just to get excited for the movie. And then I watched the movie, and it was amazing. It did not disappoint. Like, all the characters you want to see are back, except for the ones that have passed. Um, RIP Powers Booth. Um, but it's just so good.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah. Do you want to, or do you want, or do you have an album that you have in mind? Cause you could just announce it now.
0: Uh, you know you what? Just- uh, we've been talking about her so much and I've wanted to do this for a very long time. So I think we should start off by doing uh, the album that I think is most appropriate for us to do, uh, Sprained Ankle by Julian Baker.
1: Oh, okay. Gotcha. I thought you were going to be like Lucy Dacus, so I'll actually listen to her because I still have not listened to her. How have you not listened to (laughs) Lucy Dacus? Oh, she's so good. I'm not opposed to it. I just haven't <laughs> go listen to Historian. It's so good. I know. I know. I, look, it's in my fucking save downloads. It's it, it's in there. I just haven't listened to it. But, um, yeah, we okay, talked well,
0: about. I think Julian Baker came up in our like episode zero. That's how often and uh, like so far back we've been talking about her. And we few, got Joey who put out the record. <laughs> Joey who put out the record, of course, love him. Uh, and it's it's an album that we. Uh, I think it's one of the first albums that we both kind of when we started talking about music with each other
1: outside the podcast world that's fair and we saw we saw them together yeah we, we did it was a very it was a very emotional stirring night
0: it was, it was, but we will cover that in that episode. So join us next week where we'll talk about sprained ankle by Julian Baker. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, at the facts pod where we'll be making more announcements about the podcast and we'll try to be more engaged this summer with you guys. Ali is currently unemployed and looking for a job. So he will have some time possibly on his hands, which is good, I guess.
1: Maybe, uh, and if you are hiring <laughs> for a uh, engineering position, uh, let Ali know. <laughs> Woo. Um,
0: but, yeah, uh, thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, and we love you. If you want to email us, uh, we have pod at gmail.com. Okay,
1: cool. Woo, Anything else, else Bye. Else? Oh, What episode? What, what song? Oh, right. What do you want to end with? These times are a-changin'.
0: These oh great, because we're entering a new era of the podcast. We missed our one-year anniversary, but uh happy one year anniversary, Justin.
1: If any if anything, to be fair, that's very on-brand for us to miss an anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, everyone, we love you. Bye. Bye.
3: Come gather around, people, wherever you roam.